Yeah. Yeah, what's poppin'? Yo, your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of Father Buckle Protocol. You stay there. Chillin', man. Uh, here at the end of, uh, it, we mid August. It's not the end. We still mid towards the latter part of August. And, uh, and, yo, make sure you subscribe, like, comment. You want to turn that on? You know, all of the above. Um, follow me at IMD Edwards, because that's who the heck I am. Got a special guest. Hey, so, well, he's a special guest, but that's my man. Got my man Harris sitting back in the building. You can say what's up, Harris. Hey, what's up, man? I ain't special. It's like my third or fourth time. No, that's what I'm saying. You just, but, but you're still special because you're, 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 you're a friend of mine. Please, um, well, yeah, that's fine. Oh. You know, um, oh, because if I'm the one I think we should be fine. If y'all here a fan, y'all know it's summertime. It's hot. Yeah. We at Harris's crib. <laughs> Got my shirt off and my big nipples hanging out. Whoa, up. whoa. Easy. Easy. That was, yo, so I wanted, I wanted y'all to uh, experience Harris's laugh. So, because we were just, um, he was talking uh, about, uh, my man, Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb. Uh, you know, the legend, the living legend. My man, Corey Holcomb. Good dude. We did Def Comedy Jam at the same time. It's good, actually just a good brother. I think people have a misconception of uh, of Corey and and well, a lot of women do. Right. <laughs> a lot of women have a misconception. Corey's a gentle giant. He just has uh, particular uh, views on the male female uh, relationships and dynamics, and he's very unfiltered with his uh, with, a, with his approach. But Harris, but the reason I wanted to open up talking about Corey and just actually anyone um, uh, that's sort of in that lane is that Harris Harris brought up an interesting point. He said, um, yo, I, got, I saw Corey do his stand-up and he he didn't use any profanity, which didn't surprise no, me. No, it wasn't, it wasn't okay. profanity that okay. I was shocked about. Because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I know profanity don't got nothing to do with no, no, and I know. comedy being dirty. Although right. it does do if you say the F-bomb a lot. Right. But it's... A lot, and uh, you know, a lot of comics don't understand. Even veteran comics, I ain't gonna call no names. But one time, I had this audition at Broadway, and a veteran comic who be doing comedy longer than me mm-hmm. asked me what clean was. Oh, that's interesting. And and wow. a lot of them think that if they take the curses out, my stuff is automatically clean. Right. But no. if you're talking about pussy, can we curse? You you can be you. Right. Yeah. But if you're talking about pussy and fucking. Ain't nothing clean about that. It's the it's subject matter. So subject yeah. matter also has to be clean. And Corey's subject matter, although you, not you, all necessarily dirty, but it's really negative narrative. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got older people in the audience who was watching. It was, a, mm-hmm. it was an older church crowd. Yeah. And yeah. I just can't imagine Corey Tom Holcomb. Jordan Morton. Right, Tom Jordan Morton. Yeah. I can't imagine Corey Holcomb or Patrice O'Neill mm-hmm. doing uh, First Baptist Church. Right. But from this clip that I saw... Even though the narrative was completely dark, it was had, dark, but it was it was on the on the edge. But, but it was also it, some truth to it. it, it well, it was it, it was it was edgy, but there was truth to it. I but think he, which I think is why it's so funny because right, it's so truthful. Right, and and for for any any uh, I mean, and then we also said, you know what. Corey's so charming. Right, right, so right. So he can say pretty nice much guy, what, guy. Yeah, whatever he wants. Nice smile. I got that Hollywood People team. like you. If people like you, and I've said this numerous times, if people like you, you can say pretty much anything, you know, yeah. um, to, an, to an extent. Right. But you can, if people like you, they're willing to go down the road of 
uh, of whatever journey you're taking them on right, right. as a as a stand up. Right. You know, and there, there are a lot of comics who couldn't do what Corey did. No, you know. that's that couldn't do what he did when he when he's bluer, when he's edgier, when he's when he's talking when right, he's right, Darker and deeper, right, right. You know? Well, I'm not particularly talking about. It. He he was able to, uh, I guess, uh, I guess able to uh, still not lose any of his uh, potency. Yeah. By not by doing by you know right. by doing that type of right, audience. right. When some comics lose some of their potency. Yeah. When they do those type of audience. And and Corey's been doing this long right, enough right. that that he that he should be able to know how to. Uh, Make the adjustments without adjusting yeah, his you own know, integrity. All can't do that. But well, well but I was gonna that. say, well, even even going back to the comic that you just mentioned, without saying their name, um, sounds like someone that has been doing it long enough that they should should yes, know how absolutely. to make to run an audible to absolutely. to make an adjustment. You should at least have you can, should be able to do a, a, a clean five, ten, yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, man. yeah. 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 But y'all, you you all would be surprised. At how many people uh, don't? Right, do it, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, have have you ever um, uh, you you've been doing? You said you just told me that you started age twenty one, right? Been doing this uh, a good. Uh, you're fine. You've been doing this. Um, when did you start? Ninety nine. Ninety nine, two thousand. Ninety nine. So you coming up on you coming up on the almost twenty years. Yeah. Um, during that time. Have you ever accomplished nothing? No, that's because <laughs> success is relative, right? Of right, course, right. you want more, but that that you moved up here from um, damn, I just forgot the name of your town in South Carolina, uh, Dylan. Dylan, damn. But you know what? I keep things into pers- in perspective. Uh-huh. Business wise, career wise, I might not be where where, you where be, I want to be, right? but artistically, have I grown in twenty years? Right. Am I happy with my? Artistic growth in twenty years, absolutely. Am I continuing to push myself artistically and trying to be funnier than I like, trying, trying to write the next bit funnier than the last? Yes. So that keeps me uh, sane, right? You right, know, right. as opposed to a lot of comics out there who don't try to grow, who don't uh, work on their act after a certain amount of time in this business. They just kind of like do more of the same, you know? Right, right, right. Which keeps them mediocre or keeps them right where they're at. Uh, right. Art- artistically. And these people could be famous, super famous in your house every day. You see them every day. Well, and, and, and in, in any, any pursuit of something greater, right. you know, or any pursuit of, of working towards a, a bigger goal or, go, or a goal of any sort. Right. You should have some form of self-assessment, right? Right, right. But you know, all so, everybody does. Well, no, but that's going going off of what you just said. You know, you have self-assessment in that. Okay, I know I want more, and I will have more as I continue to work harder to achieve more right. um, than I currently have. But you also have to have you have a certain a self-assessment of. Of what you're good at, what you're not good at, mm-hmm. what you need to get better at, you know, and and I don't think a lot of cats out here. You you had a conversation. We had a conversation on the day. You were telling me uh, a comic slash friend of yours was was saying or of ours right, was, right, was right. saying that uh, they don't they don't have to. Uh, what you say? They don't have to. Uh, they don't write. Right, they don't write material, or or they don't. Um... It's not that they don't write material. They write new material, but they're not. 
it's along the lines of what they like. Once you get to a certain level, like you start new and you, you don't, you're not a good comic. Mm-hmm. Then when you start getting laughs and 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 you start so called killing or mm-hmm. and people start telling you you're funny, you start believing like you are, but you start believing that this is the level. I, like I, I, I ain't gonna call them because I don't want to call nobody. No, you, you but there are comics who don't change their acts. Okay, and uh, they do the same stuff over and over, and they're not trying to elevate their right. their comedy because. One, they might be famous already and don't need to. Or one, they got, you know, a hundred dates and, you know. But I get bored, man, just telling the same thing over and over right. and over. Hey. But uh, you, but you, but they, these people write sometimes, but it's just on the level of what they wrote. I'm, I'm always trying to, you know, better my craft. Like, I'm always, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, and as you should, and, and I think any artist... Any real artist. Any real artist. I don't care if you're you 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 were Richard Pryor, if you were uh, Pablo Picasso, right? right. You're always trying to reach. You never point. you're never totally content with anything you created. Right. You right. just eventually have to release it. Right. You right. know. It's um, funny you say that when I listen to my album now I go oh god I could ooh I could have ah ah right but it's it's recorded it's out there I have to let it go even mm-hmm. though I feel like I could have. You know, said something this way, said something, but you, 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 that's impossible. Right, right. It's you because you're you're always going to look back on something that you did with with modern eyes versus the eyes of when you were. If you if you look like okay, but, so even, but even when I'm even then, like I said, I released the album, mm-hmm. I recorded the album, and the next day I listened. What's to the name it? of the album? Just so they know. Oh, Naive Innocence. Yeah, it's on iTunes. Y'all go cop that. Or iTunes, Amazon Music. Y'all yeah, cop that. Everything. Even like two days later, or three days later after recording, I could have did that. I could have did this. Mm-hmm. I did that. You're always gonna have that. Uh, like you said, you just said that's, it. That's the art, artist. Mm-hmm. That's the artist way. Yeah, that's yeah. you know, it was a yeah. good book. But that's the artist way is that you're constantly mm-hmm. uh, attempting to figure out how to make something better. And so there, there's always a point where you have to say to yourself, okay, I gotta release it. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of ours who's actually uh, done this podcast um, uh, the Father Market Filmmaker episode probably two years ago Calvin Calvin shot a documentary <laughs> um, called Jordan Heads he has a, a he actually has a, a uh, store called Jordan Heads in Bed-Stuy Brooklyn um, y'all go check it out um, he has all, to- all types of uh, Jordan gear Jordan paraphernalia uh, and he did and he did a documentary that he shot probably over a matter of, I'm going to say, between two and five years. And this is over a decade ago, before uh, ahead of everyone else, you know, because now Sneakerheads is is a real, like a, 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 a multi-million, if not billion-dollar business, right? Word. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Sun was ahead of it. And when we saw we saw the uh, doc, we were like, yo, when, when are you releasing this? It's a it's a decade later. It still hasn't released it. We still I still mess with him. I believe he said he's gonna be releasing it um, within the next year. I hope he does because that's a lot of a lot of hours, a lot of uh, miles flown. You know, uh, to various countries to get various interviews. But I also I also understand why he hasn't released it because he as as a filmmaker he's also constantly editing and saying oh you know what let me take this out let me take that out let me uh, re-edit this. That's why you hear. If, so many different uh, filmmakers that it'll take them decades to to make the the version of the movie that they want. I I, I believe 
uh, who directed Aliens? I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big Aliens um, uh, aficionado. I love the Alien movies from um, the James Cameron canon and so forth. That well, Cannon did Aliens, right? Um, uh, or did Cameron do the first Alien? And then no, James Cameron did Aliens. Uh, Ridley Scott did the original Alien, right? Um, yeah. And then Aliens Three, where uh, Sigourney Weaver, our technician that gets us this information, he's sick today. <laughs> Ooh, Big Mike, <laughs> that's funny, right? Because everybody else's podcast has has some, has, has some research. Chewy, would you go? I know, yeah. I know, Marita has a uh, has Chewy, but uh, Aliens Three, Alien Three, right? Let me. I'm just. I'm Dean has his Google on I his got, phone. I got, I got my phone, right? Alien Three. Uh, I'm I'm checking right now, and I do believe David Lynch. Was it David Lynch? I don't know. It might not have been David Lynch. Well, anyway, he made. There we go. Here, with Sigourney Weaver and Charles S. Dutton. Um, there's okay. David Fincher, right? David Fincher directed. I was just reading this article a couple of days ago, and he loathed the um, the theatrical version of the film. And not until recently, within the last couple of years, did someone uh, edit together his original version of the film, which I haven't seen, which I'd like to see just because um, I'd love to see what his actual vision was for the film versus what, what the studio wound up um, getting involved in and, and making the movie into. You know, we're constantly, you know... Constantly working in progress. We all works in progress, and so this particular comic that you were talking about, as a friend, he he sounds like he got comfortable and complacent with his uh, with getting laughs, right? Versus actually pushing pushing himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To Absolutely, that's what happens. Better once you learn how, once you learn how to kill, mm-hmm. which which killing don't make you funny. It just makes you you just, you just know how to you understand the mechanics. You understand, of how understand to the mechanics of how to kill. Well, uh, he, he and then when they learn how to kill, or when they get funny enough to get a constant laughs, they don't try to grow anymore. Mm-hmm. Although you know when you first start out, you always every comic when they first start out is trying to learn how to be a good comic, and then when they learn, they don't try to learn how to be a, a great comic. Right. Right. And, but people, but it's easy. It's very easy to get complacent mm-hmm. and lazy. That's, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's. I liken it to the equivalent of a sophomore slump on on someone's uh, recording career, like a, a singer. Don't you get rapper. tired of telling the same joke? Well, you like complacent and lazy as far as writing new stuff and it still being the same as the old stuff. But yeah, you're right. And and for that, well, first to finish finish my point is when when you hear. Um, if you hear a rapper or a singer, we gotta talk about the gender stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forget. Oh. Uh, if you hear a rapper or, or or a singer come out with their, their first album, their first album is hot, and then you get their second album, and they're just doing pretty much the same thing they did on the first album. Right. Me, I as a consumer, I'm gonna get a little disappointed because I'm like, oh, what's what's up with the growth? Right. Kind of like with uh, and I love Kev, but. You know, when you put out seven specials in 365 days, it might sound like a run-on special. You know, you have oh, to lit, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. You like yeah. Chris Rock and and uh, and, uh, and uh, Richard Pryor, they used to put out special every two years. They had time to actually live a life, mm-hmm. build some mm-hmm. more act, or, you know, just work on your act and tighten it up over, you know, two years, as opposed to 
having specials out every every year that he do. I mean, he didn't do it three in one year, but he do like two. And, mm-hmm. But he would do one every year. I mean, how, and then I remember watching one special because I love Kevin watching one special and it just seemed like a run on to the other oh, special. Okay. You know, okay. like okay, I didn't see. Like, you didn't see the growth that right. you, and you're speaking from not from a position of hate but right. as a fan as of, a fan of comedy of, yeah of comedy and as a fan of a fan of his uh stand up right. which is true and it, and it's easy I'm not I'm not defending it but I also well I know your answer to what I'm about to say once once you become a a film star you don't have the same time and energy to put into your stand up so take you, time off. You don't have to which, do it. That's that's why I said. Rich, I knew, you don't I need the money. <laughs> right. Which is do your movies, take two years, then do another special. Right, right, right. No, I I, I agree. I'm not I'm and, I'm just saying. Instead of working on that special, go to Tahiti. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, know? I think you gotta I think it's good to get away and disconnect and yeah. and uh and sort of re reboot the, the, the circuitry in the system yeah. and, and get some new ideas. Good to read some different books yeah. you know I, I remember uh chris rock was on oprah years ago and and after bring after the bring the pain phenomenon really splashed and and he went from went from you know being a a, a strong comic that people remembered as sort of eddie murphy's protege and he was on SNL, but people didn't really know him as the, one of the stars of SNL because he was on with so many big cats. And then he did big ass jokes, which I thought I still think big ass jokes is slept on. That, that no, was funny. Was no, I, I think so too. But I, when people talk about Chris Rock special specials, they don't they don't really refer to big ass jokes because it was a half, half hour. hour too, yeah. I get that, um, but it was it was so tight. And then how he wrapped the callback was was fire. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after Bring the Pain splash, and then he's he's on the cover of every magazine, and and yeah, he gets I, I, between I think that and uh, Bring the Pain, he had a album Born Suspects. No, no, uh, Born Suspect was the first. Born Suspect came out. Um, I want to say late eighties, early nineties. That that was earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's he gives a uh, Hugh Moore dap. Right, right, right. That. Um, yeah, Born Suspect. If you listen to Born Suspect, you can hear. Chris's cadence. If, if if you're familiar with rock from uh, Chris Rock, because um, there are a bunch of them <laughs> now. Um, but if you if you listen to uh, Born Suspects, you can hear Chris's earlier voice. You know um, that he did like on Uptown Comedy Express and Arsenio Hall and a bunch of uh, smaller appearances. But Bring the Pain, he had a different rhythm. He had a different approach. And, and Oprah, he in doing you know press and and. Uh, you know, hosting a bunch of big things, he got his, wound up getting his TV show. Oprah said, "What? So what? Um, what did you do differently?" He was like, "I don't know. Started reading some better books. You know, you, you got to get enlightened. You know, for for newer comics that are listening, don't 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 get so don't get so caught up in watching what everybody else is watching. You find, you know, what I appreciate about Harris. Harris is into quantum physics. Now, I'm not into quantum physics, but because Harris is into quantum physics, I actually find myself, if I see something on quantum mm-hmm. physics, I'll sit down and watch say, it. I would say more so physics. Quantum physics is great, but <laughs> that's a little beyond my brain. Shut power. up, Harris. <laughs> Shut I'm, up. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in nature in general. Yeah. But, but how things work. That also helps, even in the roundabout way, can help inform your your perspective. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. and and, and that's 100%. that's what um, I see a lot of a lot of 
newer comics will fall into the rhythm, into similar patterns that everybody else does, everybody else has, you know, and because it's it's easy and it's it's prevalent. Um, but the people that stand out are the people that you know are willing to go go left when everybody else is going right. So without, I'm not preaching. I ain't preaching to nobody to anyone. I'm just saying that in order to get better, you gotta you gotta get some other experiences. Yeah, you know. And, and you know, when you get older, you you you, you, you I think well, something. Well, I guess something. You get older, you you want new experiences because right. you. It's like food, right? When you when you're a kid, you eat the same four mm-hmm. things. When you're growing up, like I, I need, I, you I love want, fried bologna when you were a kid. Yeah, but now I want some, uh, some, uh, what do you call it? The oh, oysters. He loves oysters. I want now. some oysters now, man. You That's, know? Harris got it after, after Walmart. <laughs> Harris became a Walmart, or oh, not a Walmart, an oyster aficionado. <laughs> yeah, I ain't like Artie though. Artie's uh, the most well, interesting man in the world since the accident. Yo, what did you say about Artie? <laughs> He's been in it. He said, all, all Artie Fuqua does, yeah. my boy Artie Fuqua was also in the accident. Yeah. All he does is have sex with bad bitches and drive fly cars and go on vacations. He's, uh, he's been in a hip hop video since the accident. Yo, uh, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Artie is, li- is a living hip hop video. And his high water, $1,000 suits. <laughs> oh, shoot, that's funny. Oh, shout out to Fuqua, man. I read it to Fuqua. Uh, Last weekend it was cool. Ready to him and uh, Godfrey out in uh, out in the village, man. But yeah, you know you gotta have and even well even Artie like traveling. Artie's traveling a lot more now, so it's different. different Artie always Artie's always been well traveled. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing comedy. No, that's true. That's true. And now he's just going to places he couldn't afford. Yeah, yeah. Like Turks and Caicos when when he feels like it. Yeah, you don't go to Turks and Caicos because you did one Def Jam tour. No, no, no. <laughs> Artie's going to be in, uh, what's that place that has water for sidewalks? Venice. <laughs> <laughs> you know you, I want to take a picture of Venice and one of the boats. That's when you know. In the gondola? Yeah, Tracy did that, John. Tracy yeah. went to Venice. Yeah. Did I say it right? Gondola? I don't even know. Gondola? Never heard of it. Well, they say, uh, uh, they say it in All About the Benjamins. Uh, gondola. South of France gondola. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, uh, Dude definitely is is living. He's living the life. Um, oh, so so boom. So also we wanted to talk. Have, the reason I had Harris on is because we we been having some interesting conversations. So um, recently, Ildris Alba. You want to do the Ildris? Okay. Yeah. So we're, we can start. We can start with Ildris because that's how it started. I love that you say Ildris. Whatever. The, the handsome nigga that all the bitches like. <laughs> well, when you say when you say handsome. Um, Idris always squints a lot, yeah? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's very squinty. And, and he lumbers. He lumbers but a lot. People bug me that Idris gonna play. he might play James Bond. I think it's retarded. I don't think Idris Elba should play James Bond. Now, why Why don't... Even take it further back than that. Um, we'll start with Idris. But why don't you think Idris should play James Bond, Harris? Because... James Bond is a specific white guy. Uh-huh. He's a character mm-hmm. like Shaft. If Tom Cruise plays Shaft, <laughs> niggas will be heated. <laughs> like he is a guy who grew up well. Like if you read, because the lady put me onto it. If you read James Bond, who he's supposed to be uh-huh. and who he is, uh-huh. that's not a black guy. That's uh-huh. it's a specific character. Okay, you know, and I and, and like the lady said, that some of these, I'm getting sick of Hollywood. 
trying to force gender and race where it doesn't really belong. Like, because, oh, why can't a woman do it? Because it's not a woman character. Okay. If you want a woman character, like the Sparrow, that ain't nothing but the female James Bond. Jan- mm-hmm. You can't make Jane Bond. Like, it's, it's, Jane. It's James Bond. Like, right. Everything doesn't have James to have Bond. Yeah, everything doesn't have to have the black counterpart or the woman counterpart. Right. Specifically, all the time. Right. Like it's just right. That bugs me. And like with the Ghostbuster thing. Too. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Now you That's you like were. I, I, well, here here. So y'all know. Ernie I'm Hudson not, said something too publicly. Did he? Yeah. And Ernie Hudson from the original. From the original He said he don't think America. Well, the true Ghostbuster fans want to see a female uh, mm-hmm. cast. Okay. And. You know, but with that, it's a cult hit, and mm-hmm. and you're trying to replace Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Hal Ramis. These guys are legendary. And Ernie Hudson, and Ernie Hudson the, the, black guys are, the black dude. The black dude. But comedically, these guys were like Ernie Hudson was just an actor. Right, right. These right, guys right, were right. like comedic dudes. Right. And that would be hard to do for males. Right. And not saying females aren't as funny as as as, as males, mm-hmm. but it's a male cat. It's a male show. Well, let me ask you this, um, playing devil's advocate, because I, I, well, to give y'all some background, when the movie was coming out, now, on the one hand, I was excited, as I'm sure you were, I was excited because Leslie was in it, and that's our friend, so I was like, yo, that's dope that Leslie's getting that check. Um, I was more disappointed, (laughs) I was more disappointed that they were even remaking Ghostbusters. That that was my, I, not that. I kind of wanted to remake. I mean, just my, 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 oh, you wanted one. My brain, like, my, my, my fandom wanted one, but I didn't know if it could do what it did for me. You know how sometimes, of course not. Like, Conan, like, like, I love Conan, I love, but Conan Conan is Arnold Schwarzenegger, not that guy. Jason Momoa. No, not. Aquaman, right? Not, 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 uh, not the nigga from Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Cal Drago. <laughs> no, right, right. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Magnum is Tom Selleck. Right. And are they uh, remaking Magnum? Yes, you didn't know that. No. Magnum. Yeah, my mom said I don't know if I can do it. My mother used to love. Yes, Magnum and your actual mom, her opinion on that. Oh, it's no, gonna be. I know she's yeah, so It's good. like doing, like doing, um, um, Lethal Weapon. Come on, man. Damon Wayne's ain't Danny Glover. I can see. <laughs> Damon got good skin. Yeah, you, vegan. He's healthy. And the white dude, vice versa. He ain't right. Mel Gibson. Right. Like I think Hollywood take uh, underestimate the fact that we also love the actor as yeah, these as the character. As the character. Right. And when you switch it, like you can't like you can do that sometimes on sitcoms and switch right. the mom up to another actress. Right. Eh, whatever. Right. Like I'm Viv is I'm Viv. I'm Viv is I'm Viv. Right. I didn't care that much. Right. But you can't do it with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Selleck and. So would you have had a problem if uh if the I, if I like I wanted to like the RoboCop. Just not this. Well, no RoboCop actor had nothing to do it. It was just the movie right. was bad. Right. My bad. That's a bad example. Okay, but yeah. I, I see. So right. you, so you would have a problem sometimes we make if if uh, if uh. Brandon T. Jackson's uh, Beverly Hills Cops series went to air. You'd have had a That's problem real? with that. Oh yeah, a couple oh, of years ago. Yes, I would have. <laughs> nigga, for real. Yes. Eddie yes. Murphy's even like a different type of. Well, beast. I, I think I think I think he was he he was playing. What about the reimagining? So what what about if it can't? You if if, do it, if it's movie. Eddie Murphy's like he was playing the Axel movie. Foley's nephew or son or something. You don't. Why even associate <laughs> it? It's ridiculous. Just make another show. Make another show. Bel Air, Bel Air Cop. Yeah, just make a show. And, and if you want to modern after that, mm-hmm. we'll see it. But it's just make another show. But when you try to tell me that show, it's a turnoff. Right, right, right. Because right. nobody's Axel Foley but Eddie Murphy right. from here and no, forever. No, he really is, though. He's, he's, yeah, ain't nobody going to be him for here and forever. 
It's like it's like you only get one of you, and you only get one of you in, in the movies right. too. Kind of if, right. if the movie's really good. Right. There's no Dean. There's no more Dean Edwards if right. you pass away. You got that. And can't nobody replace you. Okay. Why? The that? same. It's the same kind of concept. And when you love a character like that, you want you, me to die? No, I'm just saying. You know. I gotta bring that up. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Playing, I'm playing. It's the same kind of. Uh, I, I feel. Here's what's funny. I I did now. Yo, you when 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 the new Ghostbusters movie came out, Ernie yo, Hanks you were so angry, and I was I like, I didn't realize you were such a fan of the original the cartoon. Oh, okay. you, know, you know that was uh, Arsenio Hall uh, played Ernie Hudson's oh, no, character. I know, I know, I know, yeah, that was Arsenio Hall. I used to love the cartoon as much as I love oh, the movie. Oh, dig it. Okay. Yeah, no, I because so it was science uh-huh. based with see? the plasma coming you, out. See, see, and uh, the goat, but goat physics. But I, I loved it. They used to chase ghosts, and it was kind of spooky, man. It was, uh, the cartoon was well, it had a little well I mean for as spooky as Scooby Doo <laughs> it was spookier than Scooby Doo mm-hmm. but, spook, but the music and the tone it, it made it compelling at times the uh, cartoon yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it and yeah. Peter Rinkman was funny he's always funny uh, his character is just funny right. so, yeah. was that Rick Moranis' character? no that was uh, Dan Aykroyd no um, Bill Murray's okay. character okay okay See, I wasn't, but that's yeah. once again. I was not such a big fan of Ghost. Ghostbusters was entertaining when I was when I was younger, but I wasn't. I liked probably the the, the soundtrack. I more just like the idea of these movie. guys going around mm-hmm. Manhattan, shooting this mm-hmm. imaginary gun at these ghosts and mm-hmm. capturing them. And then some of them get out. They took they put them in a containment unit right. with all with all this. Uh, I used to wonder how that containment unit worked. Like you just keep ghosts and. Uh-huh. Big vault, right? But it's like a uh, another dimension. Like it was, I just loved the whole idea of it. It's interesting. And Egon was the brains of the operation. Uh-huh. Uh, by Harold, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, God yeah. bless. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? But it made it makes sense. What? You're a nerd. Oh. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I did. But no, it wasn't. You wasn't. I was. I was a b boy. I was a b boy. I wasn't into yeah. All right. ghosts like that, man. Damn. I don't like ghosts. I'm not into ghosts. I no, ghost busting. Oh, oh yeah. You I used to want to be a ghost because I wanted the costume for Halloween. Oh wow. I built I built a, I wanted me a proton pack. Oh gosh. I had all of that, sir. <laughs> I didn't notice. Okay. I had a joint little gun where you turn it and the little thing go. Oh, I little, remember that toy. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was like a long piece. And it was like, don't just... cross the streams. Right. I was like, what happens when they cross the streams? Did you did you have two guns or just one? I had one. Oh, so you can never cross the streams with anybody? No, no, no. But you can't supposed to do that because you'll, you'll, you'll die. Were you actually afraid as a kid that you could actually cross streams? Like, were no, you afraid no, no, to cross streams? No, 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 no. I just always wondered because they never did it, really. Right. All right, 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 right. Okay. I think they did it in one episode in the cartoon or movie, but I can't remember. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Egon used to always say, don't cross the streams. Me and my brother used to sometimes go to the bathroom at the same time and try to cross streams. I used to, oh. <laughs> I used to do that, too. Ah, shoot. Bigger than all that. So, some of y'all probably um, heard uh, a couple weeks ago, Just for Laughs passed, right? Just for Laughs uh, Montreal Comedy Festival just passed. Um, they, didn't, they didn't book Harris again, you know. Well, do, do, you, do, you, do you care at this point? Do you care about going um, to I Just, mean, I just for Laughs? I don't care, but of course I care. It's uh-huh. the biggest comedy festival in the world. Right. I'm a comedian. Right. The right. fuck? Everybody else went. Right. <laughs> of course I care. Who would care? <laughs> so what, what, in a perfect world, say you got Montreal next year, what would you hope that Montreal would help you uh, achieve? I'm just curious. Um... Uh, 
it, as it, our people I, out there. I, I could, it can take me out of this zone I'm in. I'm in the phantom zone. I just I like to say my career. I'm in the phantom zone. In what uh, way? In what way? Uh, like I've done enough to be respected as a comedian, mm-hmm. but I haven't done enough in the business to headline consistently and make hand a lot of money. So occasionally I feature for people who I'm better than as a comic. Because I have no choice uh, if I want to get paid. He, he's not talking about me. He's just no, saying. Right, right. You know. Right. No, because right. because people know we go on the road right. a lot, and people are like, right. oh, sh- shots fired. Right, right, you know, right, and I'm right. like, nah. It's, like, it's, uh, it's uh, And that's not me. And me saying that, I'm just going to. Right. And me saying that is not me saying, you know, you know I'm nicer than. Right. But my point, because I tell people that Harris is a headliner, but I also understand the industry, and so. If he's not getting booked, I'm going to at least bring him to the club so that eventually they, right. they bring him back. And and that actually has happened in, right. in some And it also affects even my work in the city. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, you say, am I bothered that I don't work, uh, I haven't been to Montreal? Uh, I'm also bothered the fact that every comic uh, in New York City who's worth their salt gets to work the cellar. She has two rooms now. I three. still can't three. Actually, four if you include four, Vegas. and she has not one spot for me a week. That's about a hundred spots a week. That stings. So, right. it, it, I mean, I can work. I've worked all over the country. I worked all over the world, but I can't work on McDougal Street, mm. where but where all my friends are at. So yeah, that kind of stuff. But I'm in this zone where 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 you know if you're not on a TV show or you're not uh, rep by some big agency. I'm basically, you know, I have a, a million followers, a million followers or whatever. I'm basically, you know, just I'm stuck in this zone where I, I headline feature, headline feature, and if I do headline, it's the low end of the money. Gotcha. You know, it's not like the five thousand or three thousand dollar range. Gotcha. You know, occasionally I do get gigs where they average up to that, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's. Uh, so, so you believe that going? You believe? Oh yeah, so I believe that. Oh, that's the original. Yeah. Going there, I could open. I, people that haven't seen me can see me because I, I don't know what could happen, but I've seen what it happens for other people who mm-hmm. I think I'm better than as a comic, who I know I'm better than. Right. They go up there and they get someone. Of, they might not get famous, but they get a deal. Uh, they get uh, develop. Uh, um, uh, um, they get representation mm-hmm. to uh, maybe go on an audition to do something. They also get all these TV shows that be on Showtime and. Netflix and uh, Comedy Central. These people get I get to see me. Get so so you 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 hope like to you like to that. go to get looks. Get looks, yeah. So people can know I exist, right? In right. the in the industry, you know, right. as opposed to just you know people I perform in front of around the city and around right. the country, right. but people who actually can make decisions that can get me moved up in the on, on the not the, the ring a little the rung a little bit. Right, know? right, right, right. Yeah. Um, which which I agree with. I you know I I I I believe in the Harris Stanton. Um, I'm not just saying that because you're here. Uh, yesterday and I, I told you this. Yesterday, um, uh, one club um, reached out to me and asked me to do do uh, yeah, do their okay. club. Um, do they have a, they have a new club, a uh, new road gig? And then I and so immediately, as always, I said, you know what? Um, I like to bring Harris to feature for me, um, and I'm and I'm I, sometimes I'm reluctant to to say that, and I'll tell you tell you why after I finish the story. Um, I said I'd love to bring Harris to feature for me, and the reason I said that is because I know it's a close gig, and then when 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 he uh, when the manager or Booker hit me back, he said, oh, you know what? This is what the feature pays. It's really not any money. 
Um, and I respect Harris to where I'd want to book him as a headliner. And I say, you know what? I appreciate you saying that because I wouldn't feel comfortable with him going for that little bit amount of money. And um, I said, I'll also let him know that you see him that way because no. that that sometimes that that just makes somebody's day to let them know, yo, someone is checking is is checking for you and and recognizes your right, your right, grind. Right. You know, going back to what we were saying as far as growing as a as an artist, it's it's nice just to be acknowledged that right. uh, that you are putting in work right. and, and and putting forth the grind. I believe you'll 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 get um get those opportunities. Eventually, but I, but I'm also frustrated for you because you know you're my friend, and so I, I, I see, I see the people that go and get these opportunities. I have a friend that uh, hit me this week and told me that they, um, they, they, say, no, they be on, they, they, be on they TV well, they, show. they, they, they got, they got management and agent representation yeah. and a, a, a big opportunity audition for a TV show. All because they did 10 minutes. Yeah. I've been doing 10 minutes. I even probably did five minutes two times. All, be, all because they did five minutes two times. Yeah. I've been doing five minutes two times for almost 20 years. Yeah. So how do you think that would make anyone feel inside? Right, you right. Know? right. When you, if you're working towards something and that's your passion and you don't get it, you're going to feel some type of way about that if you true. give a fuck about what you're doing. True, true, true. It'll, it'll come, though. I, you know, I'm, I'm fingers crossed that next yeah. year, next year, 20, 2019, your tw- is that your 20-year anniversary? Then I've had auditions and just got a call back and just, just wasn't, just didn't, you know. Do you, th- do you think there's anything that you could do differently? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily no, I mean, I did my set. I did what I was, I did, I did, I did five, I did seven minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. You know, I did. I did what I what, what I was told to do. Uh, one was a dirty show, so I did dirty shit. Okay. It was funny. Oh, is this for last year's? No, or? this was a few years back. Years back. back. Okay. Yeah, but when Wayne submitted me. Oh wow. So it was years ago. What up, Wayne Ryder? Yeah, uh, it was something for the nasty show. So it was nasty. So you gotta be nasty. So I was nasty and I was funny. Right. What's the problem? <laughs> right. Right. It's like what? What? Are, what? Are the and then you watch. Series? Yeah, and then you go see. Then you see the nasty show, and you know what they do. They were funny and they were nasty, but why they get it and I didn't, right. you know. So, right. Right. and they don't necessarily be funnier than me or nastier than me. Not that na- I'm trying to out nasty somebody, right. but I'm talking about eating ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the rungs on an asshole looking. You can tell how old they are, like a tree. <laughs> well, he went there. <laughs> you know, if you count that, you can tell how old they are, right? <laughs> Little folds in the asshole like a tree. <laughs> oh shoot, this is stupid. You ever count that with your tongue? <laughs> 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 oh shoot! Oh man! Oh man, that's funny. Whew. Oh, you know who uh, bigged up the? I appreciated. Uh, um, uh, dude, I just lost my train of thought. But. Uh, uh, but Seton, Seton Smith, uh, I think, shout out to Seton, man. Oh, what up, Seton? Uh, yeah, he, um, I think he, he said he listened. Yeah, yeah, people how many, do. How many people listen to your stuff? I don't know, man. It ranges. You, you check I, I, I do my best not to. I'll check, and in some weeks it'll oh, be wow. a, 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 a hundred, and some people will be a couple hundred. And then, oh, and you know what I noticed recently? People go back. Right. Because every time I log on, it'll say... Like say say last week's episode would have say got 150, 200 people uh, listening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, or downloads or whatever. 
But then when I log on to upload this new episode, it'll say plays within the last 24 hours, 130. I'm like, well, how? I know 130 people didn't just listen to last week's episode, but people wind up going back and listening to oh, various right, right. different uh, different episodes. So that's it. And, and I'm, the reason I shout out uh, Seton, because he, um, he, 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 he was bringing me up uh, on stage uh, last weekend, and he was like, yeah, man, he has a great podcast. I was like, oh, that's cool that uh, Seton listens. That made me say, oh, you know, I don't want to get uh, Seton on here um, to talk about, uh, you know, his career. And he, I've heard him on um, on uh, Karen Hunter's show on Sirius XM, and he has an uh, interesting, interesting story and outlook perspective, man. It's oh, and cool, it's cool. cool. And I also, I, I feel you... As far as uh, with the cellar, because you used to work there. If I'm oh yeah, mistaken. I forgot to mention that. I used to work at the comedy cellar right. for about two months. Then I, I did a gig over in England. Uh, for, uh, for I was there for like three weeks working. And when I came back, she just stopped booking me. And then um, most recently, after the accident, when I tried to uh, start working there again, mm-hmm. she told me I need, which also is a needle. Mm-hmm. I need to work on my act. I like oh. first of all, I'm, we're. we're as an artist, you're always constantly creating mm-hmm. and working on what you're doing. So th- that was a little bit of uh, whatever that was. And then you know, then when you when you hear, when someone says that to you, and you know the ta- some of the talent they have there, and you know that you're, it's it's just it's just a weird thing to to deal with in your head when someone tells you they're not gonna you know not. And I'm like you used to work with me, so you saying me I'm worse now mm-hmm. than I was. Four years prior, when you did, like it, make, right. it make it make it really makes no sense. Let me ask you this, and once again, this is not me justifying because if you work there, you should work there. Mm-hmm. Um, when the, you said you worked there about two months, when you worked there for the two months, mm-hmm. were you were you on um, like your best behavior? Like what, the first couple of weeks that you worked there, were you on some here? I got a crush. Yeah, every was, time. Yeah, no, that's because that's that's I'm the same way. Where if, I, if I'm in a space for the first, I wasn't there time. feeling comfortable. Right, right, right. I was trying right, right. to kill, yeah, and, and, right. and people like me too. Right. Uh, what's that older lady that was? Oh shit. Who Yila? Back in the days. Yeah, I think it was her. She liked me. Okay. She told me I had good stage presence oh, and that's everything. Cool. That's cool. And uh, and I, I I had good sets there. I just didn't. Understand. She just stopped. You should talk to Keith. That Keith put that that word back in. You know Keith. Keith is granddaddy. Ah, right. shut up, stupid Keith. Right, right. No, yeah, but Keith always. Uh, but then it goes to a point to where you just you get sick of you get. I get sick of trying. I hear you. You know, like I, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, that what, what I would rather do. I would rather do something well in this business and just have her see it. Okay. And then, and then my mother says, like, even then you shouldn't work. But I don't, you know, even though it's a little personal, I don't take that, that type of shit personal. Like if I, let's say I get a book a TV show and Essie go, can I have you for the weekend? Sure. Right, 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 right. We have great shows. Chris Rock hangs out there. Right. You right. know they they record cr- crashing there. Right. Like they if, when you work there, people see you that's in the business mm-hmm. and they might want to use you. Louis C.K. works there. Right. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, he's gonna be he'll white. Be he'll be fine. Aziz uh, is back. Yeah. <laughs> Aziz was Aziz shit was nowhere. That was Aziz ridiculous. shit was ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, people work there to go. Hey, I'm doing something. I like to have you play. I can't. I don't. You don't get that at Broadway. You don't get that at uh, <laughs> at uh, Greenwich. You know. Right, 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 right. But at the cellar, everybody knows that at any given day, Seinfeld. Like, mad people come through there. Everybody goes through there. Yeah, so yeah. You also get opportunities. So there's value. Seen. It's yeah. va- absolute value. It's value. The, the, the crowds are good. 
Uh, and there's famous people that hang out there. So well, that's what I found uh, around the city recently. Not all of the some of the clubs that used to be great. It, the, something's so happened. Great. Aren't so great, and I, I can't. I can't. I don't know if it's because it's summer and more people are outside going stand-up out. So they want them as well. I'm program. not talking about. I you can say whatever club you want. Oh. Um, Wait, I'm not, you don't think? <laughs> Oh, you don't want to say it? I'm not oh, saying right. what club. Well, it's just not what it used to be. Yeah, no. It's That's all not. I got to say. I ain't got nothing bad. Yeah. I love stand-up. Yeah. But it's not like what it used to be. Right, 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 right. As far as his heyday. Yeah, but I, I wonder why. The cellar's still I wonder, been the same. Got better. Got some more club. Do you think that 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 affected the other clubs? I, even though even though there's, I don't there's know. a whole city yeah, between... I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. One is on the Upper West Side. One is in the Lower Village. It didn't affect it then. Say again? It didn't affect it then. No, I know. So I want. I'm. Do you? This is New York. Do you have any idea? Do you have any um, ideas as to why? Maybe it's promote. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, internal. Yeah, it could be. Because it's a switch. The switch ownerships. How many times since in twenty years? I, um, not that many times. I don't think. Oh, something had man. Something's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, what about the strip? Different. Strip is different too, right? The strip. I'm. I'm actually there this weekend and. But I mean, I first moved to New York. The strip was the place to well, hang out, yeah, other than the cellar. Yeah, yeah. Is it still? It's not like that no more. I heard. Mm, I don't even go it, up there. No, it has. It's still. They still get a nice crowd, but it's no. It's, I ain't talking about just the crowd. I'm talking about just, the, with the, the comments, spot, right, the spot. right, right, right. You know, do, do do famous people still stop by as much as they used? You know what I mean? Right. Because um, I heard I, from I other comments that it's not because it's it's it's. Well, I was going to say it's off the beaten path, but anywhere is off the beaten path, depending on where you live. So if Chris Rock lives in Jersey, in a, mm-hmm. um, driving to the strip is actually closer than driving uh-huh. uh, to the cellar. Right. But he doesn't have to go through the city and just shoot down the West Side Highway. So I don't, I don't know, man. It's, um, it's definitely changed. Uh, for, for the I, I would imagine. I would imagine at one point Dangerfields was was popping. You know, no, no, no never. No, um, I'm talking about I back in. I'm talking back in the eighties. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, er, well, everywhere was early nineties. Shoot, shoot. Uh, New York Comedy Club was popping at one point with 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 Seymour show with the George right, Foreman right. Grill at the right, door. Right, 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 right. Yes, out for those who yeah, don't weird. know who've never heard this this podcast and heard me mention it before. There was a comedy club. That's now been renovated at Big Up Emilio and Crew because they just opened up um, a New York Comedy Club, I guess South, which is uh, the former Eastville Comedy Club. It's real fly down there. Um, and prior to Emilio and Crew taking over the original New York Comedy Club, back in the late 90s, uh, they, <laughs> there was a show on Friday and Saturday night and they had... They that my man Seymour uh, Swan used to run, and yes, the club had a George Foreman grill sitting near the door, and they would cook people's wings. They would get a a bag. <laughs> you the you 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 experienced that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they would have a bag of frozen uh little chicken wings, and they would cook them joints on that grill, and people would eat them. And I was always amazed because that that grill never looked like it was clean. Like it just it just had black residue. George Foreman grill is because of the material it was made of. It kind of like it was. It, it just yeah, be, yeah. It, but but my point. Right. George Foreman grill is relatively easy to clean. Right, right. And that joint had yeah. gunk, oh. G U N K, gunk buildup. 
So you'd order. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to leak out the bottom. Exactly. You would order wings on the 23rd that had residue from the second. You know, I don't know if you exaggerate, man, but I'm I, I, don't, I don't remember man, having like. That joint looked. I remember it used to look awkward because it was right in front of it. They used to yeah. do it. But I never looked actually in it and I seen in that the joint. filth. And and hold up, and it would be cooking it while people were standing in line waiting to go inside, son. It's amazing what was normal back then. Is people were smoking in the club, so the I club. guess it wasn't no big deal. Like if I see a nigga in, his, in the club with a cigarette, I'm like, yo, what you doing, son? <laughs> with one of them blue joints, with the glow joints, you're like, wait, I don't think you're allowed to do that, sir. Right. Oh, the, 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 those joints, I don't understand why. I guess maybe because it's appearance, but it's just water bait. You don't have a scent, right? Right, you're a purist. Yes, yeah, like, like you have ruined your, your your lungs. Go go go. No, I'm just saying, like, why you can't? No, yeah, that too. But why can't you have it? And why can't you do it indoors? Right. Oh, gotcha. Because it doesn't it doesn't leave a right. those, those vapes does. Right. Do, but the blue little blue pit, they don't they don't leave no smoke, really. And you don't smell it. It's just water vapor. It's oh, like, yes. Yeah, I didn't know the difference between vaping and and. Electric uh, blue pens. Oh, no, the, the vaping is different from electric cigarette. Electric cigarette is just like a cigarette, but and then you blow it out, and it. But as as nicotine just goes all like the, the smoke is in. Yes, smoke is chilling. Yeah, ah. water vapor it dries up right, at, right. in the air like coffee right. vapor. Right. Like, okay. So I can't have coffee either. Right. <laughs> Keep your coffee closed. The steam is coming. It's basically just what it's just water molecules. Oh, yeah. With nicotine in it. Oh. But it's going inside of your lungs. The stuff you're blowing out is the uh, the normal carbon dioxide and water. Yeah. I told you he's a scientist, man. So last, I brought up just for last because I guess recently I'm not even gonna say dude's name, but there was a there was a social media comic that went up to uh, went up to Montreal um, just for laughs. They they booked booked him along with a bunch of other uh, comics. Some newer, I mean, a good amount of them are newer comics. And uh, can we torch all the internet comedians that make it? <laughs> I was like, we should send a torch crew like they used to do with Frankenstein. Yeah, that's funny. Go, go, that's go. funny. <laughs> I don't, here's the thing I don't have a problem with. I'm joking. The, no, and I know you are, um, to an extent. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem hand. with with no. all of, of the social media comics. I don't have a problem with social media comics that take uh, stand up seriously if they, if if they're using it as a means. I'm like, get out the way. But mm-hmm. if if you actually have a, a social media presence, you have a lot of followers, and then you go and uh, and are working out to get on a stage, and to you get realize better, that 300 people staring at you is different from. A lens, right? Because <laughs> it is. It sure is. Then, then, then I, then I have, then I have more respect for you because you're respecting the crowd and you're respecting uh, the people that came before you. So this dude, this can you dude, imagine going from your living room to two hundred people staring at you, going, "Make us laugh." Nah, nah, son. And and son sells out um theaters down south, but he he caught an L in Montreal. He's a dude that uh, puts on a dress and does some Southern Manny character and uh, went up to Montreal and was, I guess, you know, pissing on or talking greasy about on on these symposiums, talking greasy about, you know, comedy stand-up should not be about uh, talking about uh, race or or gender politics. And I'm like, what? what, what, what? Yeah, that's what 
art is a reflection of what life is. Exactly. Racism is in life. Exactly. Everything he just said is in life. So what else you supposed to talk about? Bugs? Right. <laughs> well, well, I guess. And who is he to tell you what comedy is? He just started. Well, I, th- I think that's uh, my man Chris. And he's not even a stand-up. Yeah, Chris Red was hosting and, and went in on dude after he, uh, you know, pissed on all the other comics, specifically the ones yeah. that were on the shows with him. It was right. like, how you talking greasy about us? You you on the show with us, kicking it, and then and they had him closing. So so yeah, that's what he get. Real talk. That's where I'm, I'm gonna say just for last drop the ball because y'all shouldn't have booked him. You know, I, I that to me that's where um, the uh, the 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 powers that be have to have to do better diligence to make sure that doesn't occur because ultimately that makes your your own um, product look look bad. Yeah, so I honestly, I you know, I I'll, I'll say it again. I I think that's where the um, the the powers that be that run the festivals need to uh, scrutinize a, a little better because he wound up getting booed by the audience, not just by comics, but by audience members. Because because the audience knows, the audience isn't dumb, the audience is smart. They 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 go to Montreal to see the best of the best, not uh, not hackneyed. Uh, uh, character uh, comics because that's what it is you're, you're, you're somebody that you know records something in your living room or or sitting in your bedroom and yes that translates into people laughing along somebody laughing I guess um, you know regionally right and that doesn't mean it's going to translate to the world and and it's all a gamble I mean that's why they book some of everybody because they're gambling on on discovering and being able to, but say, even hey, them, they just want. But the the industry that there is so many industry, right? And it, and and just their depend. It's like what's the whole uh, absolute power corrupts and uh, corrupts absolutely. Abs- corrupts absolutely. If you only got one one or two people making decisions for for uh, you know hundreds of comics, you know how many comics go up to Montreal every year? Hundreds, hundreds of comics. Then and it, is it, ain't it like two people? It, it's not like a. A bunch of people decide who, sure. who get to sure. go, right? It's like two people or one person mm. who decides who get to go. Mm. You know, that's, you know. You're saying they should spread that out a little more? They should spread that out <laughs> a little more, yeah. <laughs> Have a little more opinion. Yeah. And it's the same ones for years. Right, yeah. Now, I know Robbie's at Netflix now. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. And yeah. I, think, I think, I don't know, I think with, with this industry too, like some people... Depending on what reputation they got, uh, and maybe how much heat they might have for something else, it's just a fucking shoe into it. Right. You know, like I ain't calling names, but some people go because they're picking up a little steam now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not they didn't even have to really audition. Right. Right. Well, they, they agencies and, and managers also will have X amount of slots. You if know. your manager is Dave Becky, you're going to Montreal. Right. If you want to. If you want to go. I don't care how new or old you are. Yeah, you're right. You could yeah. be doing comedy two weeks, or you could be date. You could be D.O. Hughley. I want to go to Montreal this year. Let's make it happen, right. and it'll happen. <laughs> that audition will just be a formality. <laughs> you got that right. Well, sure, Harris, man, it's, it's been a pleasure having you back on the fuck about the protocol, man. Yeah, you have man. You want to plug? I, yeah, uh, I'm always <laughs> plugging my comedy album, man. Naive Innocence. Um, Please go out and pick it up. It's been doing very well. Yeah. Uh, Peaked paid a lot. Yeah, paid a lot of bills for me. It's continuing right. to pay bills. So, 
yeah, man. Uh, check me out and um, follow me on Instagram at Harris Comedy or you know whatever. I can't remember. Just dude. Yeah. Harris at Harris Stanton Comedy. Yeah, if you look me up, you should be able to. If you should, if you are efficient with technology a little bit, well, maybe they are. Well, they not listening then. You <laughs> well, they aren't listening to this podcast then. Okay. <laughs> but if you're able to find Dean Edwards' podcast, you are able to look up Harris Stanton everything. Right. Just by typing my name, I have a Wikipedia page, and even when you Google your name on 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 Google, dude, your 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 yeah, Instagram really comes up, all that shit pops up. Yeah, so, true. if you like me, my name is Harris Stanton, and I can't remember all that shit. Harris. If they listen to this podcast, they can spell too, probably. Um, no. Well, how they find you? How they find you, shit, yo? Dean Edwards is easier than Harris Stanton. Because the end... Even with spell check? Stanton. <laughs> Stanton, I can see people messing up. Not with spell check. No, just on some... Right, right, right. You might not hear the end right. clearly when right. I say Stanton. But, dude... Hey, man, I'm just... I'm... I'm, I'm I, doing my best the, those people, those people live in woods yeah. that you talk. They live in the woods. Where they have tight riders. They have they, they have three gig uh, coiled right. iPhones. It's so easy. To get, information is so easy to just get right now. You're right. All you got to do is know the name of something. Yeah, which is why I'm spelling his name uh, correctly for y'all that don't know. Um, any gigs coming up? Oh yeah, I have a whole. Should I look at my calendar? Okay. <laughs> oh, you catch me? I just wound up getting busy. Um. Next well, actually, this month I'm at the uh, comic strip this Friday, uh, at the Comedy Cellar in New York Comedy Club this Saturday. That's what just uh, my heart. And then, uh, oh, you know, you can catch me at the new, um, I guess Connecticut, uh, Fair, Fairfield. Uh, they have a New York Comedy Club in Fairfield, Connecticut, on yeah, Saturday, September first. Uh, you can catch me at at Levity Live, September sixth through ninth. Hold on. <laughs> No, hold up, hold up. As I was saying it, right before I announced it, I was like, I know Harris. I wish y'all could have seen Harris's face, because like I said, Harris always does that. So they literally just hit me uh, yesterday about it. So immediately, as a matter of fact, just so Harris can see, look, I am pulling up the email so that he sees. Brother is always. Uh, I believe you. We gotta do it. Let's get look. off this podcast. <laughs> no, because I want you to see. Look, look. Is that that sounds good on us driving back or on Harris featuring? I just want to make sure he's done it with me all four or five times. So they're working on it, just making sure okay. you away. So uh, as I was, was that September what? That that would be September sixth through the ninth, and then I, here's what's crazy, and then I gotta. I need you to bring me to the airport. Straight from the Sunday night show because I fly to China at one forty-five a.m. JFK. Oh, yeah. Um, because I go to China, the tenth through the seventeenth. So if you're in, you're in Shanghai, you can catch me. Um, man, there ain't gonna be no damn Shanghai. <laughs> Nobody listens to this podcast. I'm, I'm saying that so that I'm saying that so when my people when I promote this podcast over there, they know that I was thinking. Oh. You know, you gotta think in advance. You can also catch me back in Vegas, at uh. <laughs> At the uh, uh, Comedy Cellar at the Rio, September 19th through the 23rd. 
And uh, and yeah, that's enough for now. And if you are, if you in the Caribbean, you can catch me on the uh, Norwegian Getaway uh, Sunday, September thirtieth through October fourteenth. So uh, you catch me all the places and many more. Yo, you, if you in uh, uh, Guam in two weeks, I'll be out there. Uh, holler at me in Guam. Yo, yo who books that? <laughs> I'm gonna be in Madagascar this Tuesday coming up, and Mongolian and. Uh, Myanmar for formerly known as Burma. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> you out there? Yo, and also, uh, yo, you might see me if you are in Brooklyn this weekend. Uh, it's uh, BK Loves MJ on Do the Right Thing Way. Uh, hosted by my man um, DJ Spinner and we come with Spike Lee. And, uh, and then Afro Punk. You see me walking around, wandering around Afro Punk on Sunday in Brooklyn. A lot, a lot of I ain't even talk about uh, Jay-Z Beyonce on run two. bananas, baby. They really should call it Beyonce's tour that she let Jay-Z do a couple of songs on, even though they both ripped it down with Beyonce's show. Um, all right, y'all. All love. Hope y'all had a good time rocking with myself and Harris Stanton on the Full of Mother Protocol this week, man. We'll catch y'all. If you don't wish you to uh, listen to, make sure you comment, like, download, Tell a friend on iTunes or SoundCloud. Tell somebody that's that's your job. You go tell somebody listen to Brother Mother Protocol. Um, cause that's what I said. Alright? Y'all uh, all love y'all. I'll scream at you. Alright, say bye. Alright. Peace.